Welcome to Effed Up Successes, the weekly creative entrepreneur's podcast about failing upwards and navigating the journey of authentic growth. Let's cut. We can always cut. We can always cut. But we're never going to cut anything because it's all good. Never going to Welcome to Dish Day, everybody. Welcome back. The tumultuous, dramatic, mm. sensuous sometimes <laughs> episode <laughs> that we record where we basically are just kind of, it's an airing of grievances. Yes. Right? Um, oh, we have a, us. Yeah, I was, well, right. I was going to say we have a special guest with us we on this Dish Day. Guest. Some of you might remember him. Part two. Part two with? Dan. Dan the DJ. Dan, DJ Dan. Dan. The ninja wow, DJ. Wow, wow. Um, Again, that was like the little ticker tape. What yes. is that? Yeah. Like when the, the screen just like comes in mm-hmm, all weird. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Back from the I don't 80s. know what you're talking about, but yes. Yes, you do. You know when like <laughs> you're looking at the TV <laughs> no and idea. like, yes, you do. Dan, Mm-mm. you know what? You're closer to my age. You know what I'm talking about. You're literally one year away from me. How dare you? I'm don't so you out my age? <laughs> closer to Dan. I am an old Look, woman. But you know what I'm talking about? Like the news stories and like they would like rectangles would spin in and then it would be like the full Oh, I was size. thinking more like oh, the like sirens in the middle of... PowerPoint transitions? You see, <laughs> I was thinking like in the club late at night, the fucking siren, the... Bah, 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 bah. Oh, I thought you were talking like, about like 50 Cent up in the like, club. Like in the middle of go-go music. So you guys aren't from Baltimore, you don't get this, but like... Yeah, like an air horn. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Fair, 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 fair. Uh, yes, thank you. Okay, <laughs> his, maybe his air horn is more accurate than mine, but <laughs> the air horn is what I was going for. Okay, Lenny? Well, anyways, Dan is with us again. Hi, Dan. Hello. Hello. We've um, we've been drinking. We've been, we actually had a really like heavy... You guys were all like soul deep. sisters now. We're all like, soul sisters. Traveling pants. We had a seriously heavy fucking... And, and again... Like, I just, prior to our recording the last episode, I literally met Dan at a wedding. And then all of a sudden, I was like, here's my life story. Here's all my demons. I think you know when you know, though. You know, I'm also very good in my adult life at being a good judge of character Mm -hmm. and a good, like, hey, I can spill my fucking guts out to you. You know? I think it's a, a, yeah, something comes with age. Not not everybody can do that, but I'm on the same page. experience. What'd you say? Vulnerability is attractive. Yeah. Well, I'm. It can be. The most. Well, actually, I'm not very vulnerable. That's. But when I drink, I'm very. I'm like, sure. Here's everything. <laughs> it is true. Do you? What, did you want to see my boob? Oh, okay, that's fine. No. Rachel and I have. Yeah, <laughs> Rachel and I have had picnics outside of this room. Yeah. Before we got vulnerable. They let we you out of this room. Vulnerable. No. They don't actually. I sleep in the closet. The lounge. Speaking of closets, under the stairs. Oh. Uh, no, I don't. Maybe. That's Maybe a so. creepy yes. move. Yeah. I don't. I don't get it. I haven't. I don't know the whole Harry Potter situation. But Poor Harry. Anyways, we are here for Dish Day, mm-hmm. and I think we wanted to kind of. We're probably going to go off tangent as we do, especially with how much we've drank so day. far. Mm. Do you want other bourbon too? I would love to top you off with my. You stuff. guys, this is I how. Can bring my cup. So get your cup, Dan. Well, here's just to get you just a straw. Drink it right off of there. Ooh. That's a good noise. Yeah, I mean, so here's the thing, you guys. Germs. So Can Rachel will say this all the time that I am the balance. Yes, <laughs> I provide balance. Yes. Our DJ friend right here is chugging John J. Straight from the, Bowman from the bottle. Bourbon. bourbon. You like? Ooh, John Bowman. It's good, right? It's got a little spicy. Guys, it, it is a little spicy. The super lame person drinking wine while I'm watching these two just We've almost bourbon. finished the first bottle of bourbon, so. Nice I bottle mean. of Reservoir. Yeah. For, mm. for all the bourbon heads out there. I think Sarah Pete might have Delish. given me, actually. I don't so, bourbon. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, Rachel's... <laughs> Ooh, that was a good sound. I know. That's why I did it. I closed the bourbon bottle. So, 
She's putting the top She's on for now. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm the balance. I'm gonna be the boring white girl sitting You're in the corner boring drinking white girl. my Portuguese. You're wine. a fabulous fairy with your beautiful yes, hair. Yes, the boring white girl drinking her Portuguese wine. Right, out of, right. My, right. Out of my chalice with your with purple, my purple, with your hair. purple fucking hair and your beautiful green jumpsuit. <laughs> your GW <Shut> chalice. <laughs> I live in this jumpsuit. With your GW chalice, exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah. You do have a beautiful blue chalice. I actually tried. I almost grabbed that for myself, but I was like, if I drink a chalice full of bourbon, I will. Literally will fall asleep die. on the podcast, or that you'll fall asleep. Okay, not die. How's I still pizza? might. I actually probably need to make some. We coffee so soon. Dan he had he brought us pie. Dan brought us pie. We Thank talk you about so pie a much lot. For the pie, Dan. Of course, we, you're welcome. We have a lot of pie here. Oh, we angel. our office, our lounge is right down the street from Mom's, Mom's apple, apple pies. pies. Can we get so them to sponsor us? We hey, should. Mom's apple pies. If you're listening to us, yeah, we'd love for you to sponsor us. We love your pie. But as of right now, we can't talk about our favorite flavors because you're not sponsoring us. So that's true. How about that? But anyway, so we just like engorge ourselves on pie and pizza and pie, bourbon. Pizza, <laughs> bourbon. Yes. And I to be fair, I am pies. trying to drink water. It is very city water though. So it's I'm sorry. Kind of like a I know, we flavor. need to get like a Brita filter for this building's also like a thousand years old. It tastes so. a thousand years old. If I had to Would drink like the black liquid from that um from that remember that sarcophagus they dug up and it was like all black liquid and people were trying to sign up to to drink it? What? Millennials. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you remember that they there was like a GoFundMe or like oh a God. Patreon or something that were like Where? please let in in Egypt. We're also mummies, Linny. Well, they have catacombs under DC, Rachel. We should go there. I don't think they let you go there. Yeah. Like under the National Cathedral. Wait, for real, for real? For real. I want to go there. I don't think they do tours anymore. The catacombs. I don't care. I'm not saying we have to go there legally. I'm saying we should go there. They also have them in Scotland and they're haunted as fuck. And we talked about that before. And the catacombs under Paris. Yes. I'll leave this here. Paris. In case you need to use this delicious non-musty mummy water. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You guys, would you drink from my sarcophagus? I, I, it's in, it's my pledge to you, Lenny. It's what I, this I promise you, I would drink your sarcophagus water. Also, if you would like for Rachel to sing songs on no, here, no, 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 please write in no. and let us know what song you'd Give like me a to request. hear. I will sing one Ooh. bar. And if that's you Venmo it. her, a, live a session dollar. with karaoke. You Venmo me ninety nine cents, and you get to pick whatever song. Like that the I make Arizona full iced of tea, like ninety nine. Oh yeah. Oh no, that's Insta brisk. <laughs> that's brisk, baby. <laughs> what, is brisk? what is? Oh no, that's the fucking Kool Aid man. I don't even know where I am. Kool Aid man. Oh Arizona. yeah. <laughs> Arizona. Oh what is, no! What's the Arizona <laughs> one? They have an Arizona slogan. I, yeah, they don't do any marketing. Their marketing what? is that they only charge ninety nine cents for their drinks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on but the I can. don't think they have like Except a Seven Eleven, it'll be like two no, no. bucks. That's right? the thing. Wait, I don't what? think Arizona has ever advertised ever, Never. but everyone knows their brand. That's the type of brand recognition I'm trying to get. Do you guys to. remember? Okay, think like speaking of like not so. I mean, although Arizona. Beverages are pretty delicious. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Shack soda from like five years ago? Shack mm-hmm. made his own soda, and it was like no. it was so good. And Shut like, up, like Shaquille O'Neal. Is that O'Neal? like Crystal Clear Pepsi? No. Well, <laughs> listen. So they had Wait, Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal, and they were like the big cans, like Arizona, and it would have his face on it. He was just smiling. It was soda. But they would, it was really good. They had like blueberries and cream, and like strawberries. Oh and my cream. god! Oh with my his god. face on it. Yes. And That's so incredible. Billy and I, my husband Billy, would like go to Seven Eleven and like stock up on a soda, and then one day they just a stopped making it. A review of Shaquille O'Neal's fruit flavored cream soda. I bet you could find it. So I bet you like World Market or something has it. Wait, you can buy it on Amazon. What? You're welcome. Can Ooh, you like can you get four loco on Amazon? Well, oh. if you want to f- die. 
Can you send you that can, to me so oh, I wait, can surprise currently her? Currently unavailable. Shit, I was gonna say I'm I think it's been out do. of yeah out of stock. Like Shaquille O'Neal, we know you listen to this podcast, so we are making a personal request for you Please to bring Shaq. back your cream soda. I also Dear love Shaq you so Daddy. much. Shaq oh wait, Daddy. he's under fire by a consumer group for his new soda line. Maybe that's why. Mm. Oh. Boo. Well, I still love you, Shaq. We love Shaq. I love Shaq. Do you remember Shaq as the genie? No, I thought Kazam. that was a myth. No, 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 no. So Sinbad, Sinbad was a was myth, the, but Shaq the, really did Shaq it. Just like really Berenstein Bears and Bernstein Bears. Yeah, that that fucked me up. Oh. All the all the weird mandalas of our childhood. Yeah. Some yeah. we definitely went through some weird. Childhood. I'm pretty sure our entire generation got like tested on by well, the government. We literally before this podcast talked about all of our childhood drama. Yeah. We literally were like deepest darkest you childhood guys, drama. The fact that we're here talking to you in such a nice normal manner manner is like crazy because yeah. we've yeah. all had some pretty. You think I curse childhood. a lot? If you knew my life story, you'd be like, "Wow, she's not she's a pretty amazing human. She's being. Pretty well rounded. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. So we talk a lot of childhood stuff. We talk a lot of trauma, which immediately bonds you. I mean. If you can bond over childhood trauma and bourbon and pie and pizza, mm-hmm. like the best, right? We're I mean, lifelong friends now. We're damn. besties. You, yeah, you don't. You're we not basically going had a sleepover. Yeah, li- we did just basically have yeah. a sleepover. Oh, yeah. Nobody uh, froze any bras. We might <laughs> need to wait. Is that a thing? Oh Whoa, yeah, yeah. You would like sneak in and steal people's bras and throw them, in the, throw them in the freezer. Which Clearly, I don't I understand never... why that actually was a problem. Because then I'd just be like, "Yeah, I'm a free ball it, right? right?" Like, but also why, if it's why would I have to put it back I'd be on. like, "Thank you for the refreshing right. treat." Also, I apparently didn't know that. Has anybody? Well, obviously you, Rachel, <laughs> never had that experience. Did that happen to you? Nobody ever froze my bra. But here's a question: Is it actually a real thing? Does it freeze? I think you would have to wet it. Right? Like you soak it in water and then yeah. 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 And it's like, oh yeah, got you, bitch. Can't wear your bra. I I guess. (laughs) That's such a lame But to be fair, I feel like when we were like teenagers, like I would never have gone without a bra. I just oh yeah, same. But like what a (laughs) just because like there's a horrible stigma about like you can't be a blooming human. Right. But girls like pranks for other girls are things under lock. We're either like super mild or it's like mean spirited. You know, like so so I had a I pranked not even a prank, but like so Erin did a wedding for me in um, Baltimore and when I booked her hotel back in like October. Oh I love it. I booked a hotel room, and because she's a self-proclaimed horse girl, she, like, rode horses growing up, which is absolutely a subsect of humanity. Like, that's a very particular type of person. I asked the hotel to frame a photo of a horse and put it on her bedside table. And they did, did they do Literally, it? when I got there, they're like, excuse me, are you Miss Rice? And I was like, oh, what did I do? Like, I literally thought they were like, you have to leave. But they were like, I just want to show you something. And they showed it to me. And they had a giant, eight, like, 8 by 12 photo of a brilliant stallion. Amazing. And so when I, I went upstairs to, to check her into her room, and she was like, I'm terrified. What did you do? Like, what did you do in my room? She thought that I was, like, filled her bed full of slugs or something. But it was mm. the horse photo. It was a very long-running prank that, like... Paid but see, you guys, this is why you should hire somebody like Rachel Rice because she thinks about the small details. I think about all the small details. Yeah. Long-running pranks are. And my now Aaron's forte. experience at that hotel heightened. 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 She can always remember the horse. Yeah. <laughs> Falling asleep next to that horse. Staring into the horse's eyes. <laughs> Technically next Lovingly. to a horse head because right. it was like a portrait of a horse. So, in a way, it could be very threatening. I should have asked them to put it on her pillow. So when she, <laughs> so when she pulled the bed sheets back, did you ask them? Shit! For like oh, you should have angry... gone full Godfather. I know. Yeah. I should have thought of that. Well, hindsight, it's twenty twenty. Yeah. You know, she'll still do weddings for me. I'll still have plenty of opportunities. There's time. She probably isn't listening to this either. 
If she is, I'll get a message. I hope she's listening. She, she's she, one of your Aaron, assistants. if you're not listening to this podcast, you're fired. You're fired. I don't fired. even, I don't even, you don't work for me, but you're fired. You're fired Aaron. from Lenny's life too, as well as Dan's. Yeah, I'm going to have to unfriend you. Sorry. <laughs> Poor Aaron's like, what am I doing? So Dan was Aaron's. Well, no. no, Sabri, Sabri, one of my DJs did yes. Aaron's wedding. That's yes. amazing. It's all so full circle. Right? Yes. I literally at a coffee connected. shop earlier, literally at a coffee shop after fucking Barb. Was yelling, Barb. yelling at this poor, sweet, innocent dog that was completely lovely. So okay, yeah, you were you were telling me that, so this crazy lady was yelling at a dog outside. So of a what shop. happened? King Street Coffee is like dog friendly. So yes. sweet, beautiful angel Even Tegan. Inside? Yeah, okay. Tegan jumped. So when you walk in, there's like a table. Yes. There's like a hutch. Yes. She literally went under the table and just sat there like a sweet, beautiful, beha- like way better behaved than I am in public. Sat there on the floor, little beautiful angel. Somebody else brought their two labs in. I believe mm-hmm. and they walked in and they turned around and saw her and started like trying to make a beeline for her so it was very very busy King Street Coffee's not a big place it's, it's a small place mm-hmm. um the dogs were like trying to go to, to for Tegan and Tegan's literally just sitting there like a good girl and the dogs are like oh I want to play so the people at the labs went outside and then Barbara comes fucking storming over Barbara Barbara storming over like yelling frantically about sh- and she's such a fucking Barbara too if you saw this do you woman know, how do you know her name so because she starts yelling and I was like, lady, calm down. That's a lot of aggression for so early. Because it's like nine o'clock in the Did morning. Did you really say this to Yes. Well, good for and you. she was like, and then right. she, she looked at me and then she goes to the barista and was like, you need to get control of this dog situation. I was like, listen, lady, you are very salty and bitter. I can, and she's, she's <clears throat> ignoring me, but I'm, I, she can hear because I'm talking at her because I'm defending this dog. So I was like, you need to calm down. Like, I understand you're very unhappy, but like the dog did nothing wrong. Like, why don't you take it down a few notches? That's a lot of negativity right now this early in the morning and so she storms out and I'm like what the fuck was that lady's problem and he the barista was like oh yeah that's Barb and I was like well <laughs> fucking Barbara needs to d- do something Can with you put her some Xanax life. in her coffee please give her a Zanny no more caffeine for Barbara because she and then everybody else afterwards was talking like what the fuck just happened you guys like random strangers are coming up to like poor Tegan and his parents or her parents and they're like are you okay sweet puppy like that angry Corella DeVille was like so unnecessary she was horrible and she left and I was like somebody's clearly a cat person like Jesus Christ hey 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 hey. no some of us can have cats too cats are fine I'm just saying her visceral reaction that's true Dan and yeah her visceral reaction to the dog was very, like, upsetting to me personally. Oh, yeah. And I was ready to fight her in the coffee shop. Poor doggy. I know. Fuck you, Barbara, wherever you are. If you you're listening, bear. there's a reason you got killed off in Stranger Things. salty. All right. Yeah, that's exactly. it. You're in the upside down for forever. Forever. You deserve to be in the upside down, you horrible, Where no horrible dogs person. are because they're better than you except for demi dogs. Yeah. Do you think I'm going to get sued for slander when, slander when Barbara eventually listens to this? She doesn't know it's you. Hopefully. Do it, she, Barbara. She's I dare you. To she's to too bitter. She's probably... She know what a podcast is knitting a sweater for her cat at she right absolutely now. out of her own hair yeah yep or oh. her cat's hair or her cat's hair she's knitting a sweater for herself from her cat's hair and knitting a sweater for her cat from her own hair from oh, her own wow. body hair. you guys did you did you follow that <laughs> they followed it's inception for reception <laughs> it's for reception for technically because you know she's in love with her cat oh you can love your cat. She's like Angela. No, she's in from love. Parks and or she, not Parks and Rec, from, from the, the office, office. where yes. she like grooms it with her own with tongue. Her tongue. Absolutely, she Barbara's a... grooming her cat with her tongue at home right now, brooding over the sweet innocent dog that did nothing fucking nothing. wrong. God. 
Anyways, that was, whew. I'm like out it's of breath. It's dish day. Man, delicious. It's dish day. Delicious. Um, we were talking, so our goal was to talk about how the perception of DJs, which, listen, I am 100% guilty of this. Literally, <laughs> DJs are the cheesiest people I know. I love them. One of my b- dearest friends, like a brother to me, Derek, is a DJ, and I'm like, you're a fucking goober. <laughs> um, but let's talk about the, the the misperception or just the general conception of of DJs in this industry. Uh. I'm sorry. I can, like, see in your shirt. I love you, Rachel. Oh, sorry. My boobs are coming out. Sorry. They're so okay. cute. I love oh, them. Hi. No, they're... It's not, like, a push support No, no, no. So but, it's... like, I don't want to be awkwardly staring at your chest. Did it just pop open? It did. Right now? In your Barbara rant. Yeah. <laughs> I get so angry the buttons pop Barbara, off she's shirt. so mad at you that her boobs, like, <laughs> came boobs out to fight you. They revolted. <laughs> right. Um, so we were talking about how DJs... I think you said it best. Yeah. What? That DJs are like the redheaded No, 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 that's not me. This is Dan's Oh, this is Dan's yeah. 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 Sorry, I'm trying to oh, no. reallocate no. quotes. I, Sorry. I wholeheartedly believe that I think you guys have mentioned there's a hierarchy during the day mm-hmm. of what's important. And obviously, bride and groom are number Numero one. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think there's an unspoken of like from an artistry and, you know, aesthetic perspective of, of who's in charge or not in charge, so forth. Um, but I did hear, you know, from that, from that episode, just, you know, thoughts about DJs and lights and things like that. But honestly, <laughs> I have forever believed that DJs are the redheaded stepchildren yes. of the wedding industry. Yes. Like, there are so many knuckleheads out there giving no, you us know what's worse, horrible though? names. You know what's worse than that, though? Photo booth vendors. Oh, Ooh. sorry. The, and to be fair, there's some. Did you hear that booth, umbrella go off? There's, right. some, <laughs> there's some, a lot of shade. There's some photo booth vendors <laughs> that I love, but yeah. I had a really f- weird, creepy. I, I like, feel like they're hard to. I have. had the John Wayne Gacy of photo booth vendors the other day. What? Like, gave me serious was he in children a clown? buried in the walls vibe, and I was like, Ugh, Was he please. in a clown outfit? He might as well have been, yeah. but his face is kind of like glitter bow tie. Did you? See, yeah. Did you? Did you see? Um, what's the one Rob Zombie movie? Which one? Any of them? Machete? No. No. Um, the House clown. on a Thousand Corpses. With what's his face? Oh, yeah. Like the the yeah. clown guy. That's Twisty. literally what his face was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. That's what his face was, but like mm-hmm. minus the makeup, and I was like uncomfortable. You, and just FYI, I want to go on record saying this because if in five years from now the police do dig up all the children's bodies in his basement, I'm gonna be like, I told you guys. Called it. Well, and I am the oracle now. Sorry, Krista. Sorry, Krista. Krista was move the... over. <laughs> Sorry. Where are you, Krista? You haven't been on here yet. We she's, talk about you every. Episode. She's never gonna be on here. Never. She's not allowed to now. She's banned from the podcast. Well, she's no longer the oracle. Perfect. I like mm-hmm. that. So it's like somebody that. They're like characters that you always hear about, but you never see. Yeah, yeah it's Krista. It's like yep. the neighbor from, uh, from Home Improvement. I was gonna say, but you at least see Wilson. half of his Wilson. face. You do see him at the final episode, which is kind of anticlimactic. anticlimactic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, anyways, talking so about redheaded, red-headed stepchildren. stepchildren. So, what um, do you think that you get treated differently because you're a DJ? Oh, wholeheartedly. Yeah, I think that. No, by who? By the client? By other vendors? By guests? Yeah. Everyone. Really? really? Right. I think there's a perception that we're just like these knucklehead, mm-hmm. cheesy guys. Uh-huh. And so like sometimes even in like interviews, people are like, um, are, are you going to bring like props, props and like 
smoke machines and lasers and i'm like lasers uh, we would like a laser show i'd love i'm like we should do a laser show no right now. um light switch. when you there, say props like what do you mean by props like like inflatable like guitars and oh, shit ew. like that that they pass out I you know mean, like some people do that i'm like really? yeah bro that's a bat mitzvah i, I also do not do children's events and yeah. for those who are listening not, not i am single stream we yes. do legitimately 99 percent weddings yeah mm-hmm. we yeah. specialize Same. this is what we do i don't do children's events and I mean, it's I've nothing against children's but events. like what am I doing with a dry event? I, I don't <laughs> I don't know how to with hormonal like that. young Yeah, just what you yeah. need. You can find like new admirers right there. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> enough children following me in that aspect. What? No, I mean I think it's it's you know, it's hard to to overcome the stigma yeah. around quote unquote cheesy wedding, wedding DJ, DJ yeah. right? Like, a, nobody yeah. nobody thinks you're cool. You're a club DJ. You could be at the shittiest, like, club, like, uh-huh. a green turtle, but somehow you're <laughs> higher up on the echelon than right. me, right? Like, I've been right. in business 15 years, no, but I'm not as cool as you, bro. I wonder <laughs> why that is. No, do you think that that is because of the specific job category, or do you think it's because, historically, there has been some very cheesy, like, for, I think for a while, like, 80s, 90s, mm. If you didn't have like a wedding band or a wedding singer, the the Hold DJ up. was like the super Another cheesy, amazing movie. Amazing oh, movie. Classic. My fave. Classic. Classic. Uh, my fave. Julia Gulia. Julia Gulia. <laughs> and oh John Lovitz. Oh, John so Lovitz made it. So good. Made so good. It. So good. So good. Um, but to be fair, I think that there was a, just like I think there's a stigma with wedding planners that mm-hmm. were super type A, <laughs> super proper. Got our clipboards, got our headsets. We're Jennifer Lopez. I think there's yes. a stigma of that. Just like what I think with DJs is like a like older guy that's yeah. like kind of hung, yeah. hanging on to his youth and like doing some like you know like I feel like there's maybe that stigma because there oh, yeah. has been that popular thing. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I think I think that's true too. I think you know people, and I've said this too. I think it's a young guys game, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just super fortunate for my jeans. Thank you, mom. Um, but you're also Asian and Asian. Sorry, Lenny, are a little bit more hip. She's saying, do I look like I'm 90? Like, why no, do you no, keep no. saying that to no, me? No, I'm saying because you're white. She's saying you're less hip. No, I'm saying because you're white. Because, like, I like I think that Asian people are a little bit Wait trendier. white. So, oh, God. <laughs> Shit. What nice. did I do? I'm sorry. It's another Santa Santa Claus all over again. Damn it. Um, no, I think that, like, Asian people come up with a lot of trends. Just like I think West Coast comes up with a lot of trendy stuff. Mm. I think that a lot of stuff honestly is stolen from black culture and from Asian culture and and sort of hijacked by white people. Sorry. Fucking white people. (sighs) You said it, not me. I did. I mean, hey, we we can have a whole episode on that because I also... On white people? I agree with you. I'd rather not. They have an entire year. Okay, so... Um, they have, I'm sorry, they have 11 months. <laughs> 11 <laughs> months. Is there an, there's not like an Asian month. I think there is. There's fucking, you know no, what, we're making it July. We share it with um, African American Appreciation it's all, it's like Month. Because it's like minority month. No way, are you It's like everyone no, I, but white I people. Think, I think it, we share mm-hmm. it with um, really? African American so Appreciation what about, Month. Is there a, there's a Hispanic Heritage Month though too, I think. I think you're right. Because it's basically the Lunar like, New Year falls around February. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Oh, On behalf of white people, I'm really sorry. We appreciate that. Um, yeah, I, yeah, but uh, yes, but I can't. We appreciate it. We're pretty. I mean, I'm, I'm not technically half white, so I can't. I can only. That's hate true. So Listen, only Rachel. Half, half but yourself. I am also very self-loathing. So yeah, so it, it works it out works. well. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On behalf of, I'm sorry for Barb. 
Because oh, I'm, I'm, guess, I'm guessing that she was like <laughs> if a I've, white person. If she walked in right now, I would assault her. I don't care that she's seven years was old. Was she white? Of course. Of course her she was. Barbara. Come on. Yeah. And she yelled at a dog. You guys, if any of you know a non-white Barbara. you know Barbara, oh. I was going to say, if you know Barbara, you fucking give her my, you tell her to meet me outside. She plays some stickball with you in the parking lot. <laughs> stickball with your face, yes. Um, no, okay. I mean, I think a lot of it is like people will ask me weird questions. They'll mm. be like, um, what are your announcements like? Like, do you say weird things? Do you have another voice? And like, do you which have another for voice? those people who follow me on Instagram from a couple weeks ago, I oh, did I a wedding, it. and somebody was like, I overheard a table that was near me. And they're like, his voice is so soothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you do have a soothing voice. Mm-hmm. It's very NPR, and I was like, shit, is that good or bad? Right, like, it's a good thing always. Like, I mean, as long I as they don't so. say like you have a face for radio, I think I'm all right. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. If they if they would have said like he sounds like a Fox News anchor, I feel like that would have been Ooh. probably because I think that even people that, that watch and enjoy Fox News are like, ugh. You know, yeah. about their anchors? I could yeah. be wrong. I Listen, don't know. Stir I don't the pot. watch that. Stir, <laughs> garbage. Stir in the pot over here. Um, no, but to be fair, there are a lot of DJs that are kind of cheesy. And and also, mm-hmm. what I... It's fine. But when there's like a DJ separate from the MC, I'm always just like... Why is that a thing, by the way? That's a thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I literally you had a have wedding. You a hype man? I had, I had a wedding. A, how does a brother get a hype man? I had a wedding. <laughs> I've had several weddings, actually, where the DJ was like, well, I don't MC. So you're going to have to So why are you a one. DJ? Well, because they're a club yeah. bar DJ. Exactly, exactly. Right? Just, I mean, I had a wedding where it was actually all, like, dance music, which actually was really fun. That could be mm-hmm. fun. It was really fun, yeah. but, like, you could tell his drums, it was not public speaking. Sweet little angel baby. He looked like Logic, actually. Mm. Um, sweet little angel, yeah. Sweet little angel baby, but like that was not his strong suit. It was M- MC or DJing, and yeah. he was excellent, like excellent mixologist. But when it came to like the speaking, it was very awkward. I thought you were talking about like drinks, like mixologist, like he's well, a cocktail. We are also mixologists. No, I see. I'm learning new things every day. I could have just used the term wrong, but I mean, no, that is a correct. Thank you. I never use any terms wrong. I'm always right. The battle of the mixologists. Yes, me and Dan, right now. Let's go. Let no, me, I, I do t- this. All right, so here. shout out to Sense of Thai Street in mm. One Loudon, yes. who provides unbelievable Thai food, but also has. Have like, not been yet. Need to go. Uh, gotta go. Thai Their bartender, uh, oh, lead bartender Ross, yeah. is amazing. Ross. And, and shout out to Ross. Great friend of mine. But uh, they also do like club nights on like Friday and Saturday, like 10 p.m. and on. They, they Let's rock go. a DJ. Let's go tonight. And we should rage. Let's go in eight hours. Um, <laughs> Perfect. But. Uh, Ross and I play a game because we're both mixologists. So I name a song and he makes a drink yes. themed after that song. Stop it. So Ross I wanted, is my hero. I wanted a that drink. That is such a fun idea. After uh, Still Not a Player. Yeah. And he made me a drink with like crushed a... ice. Oh. No. <laughs> that was like, oh. It wasn't like a lemon crush or orange crush or something. No, it was a, a crazy drink. Oh my God. You know I'm going to go see him now and be like, oh, oh you got look. Go. Yeah. My goal in life is to have, before I die, a drink named after me. 
I and a breakfast burrito named after me. Now let me explain. I mm. had I did have a, a sandwich, a, right? I did have a food named after me, but it was temporary and they didn't fucking tell me that they put it on the menu. So I literally showed up like at the end of it when they were like, Oh yeah, we had a, a sandwich named after you and I was like, What the fuck? Where was this? I don't want to talk about it because now I'm angry at that person, the owner of the business, because of other Oh. Just because it's fine. Nothing weird. It's just like... They need a sandwich after you. Well, for like... But it wasn't that long of a period of time. Ah. Like, it was only a week. If it was a permanent menu edition, yeah. maybe I could forgive some of the Gosh. situation, but like... Here, okay. Uh-huh. Question for all three of you. All three <laughs> of you. Yes! Can you oh, tell we've man, been drinking? Oh, wine is working. Well, clearly GW it. is part of this. Okay. George Washington so is look, haunting me right now. if you could have a sandwich named after you... There already is a sandwich named the Rachel. Listen... What would it be? What would your sandwich consist of? It's a good question. It's a really I good like that. Yeah. I feel I'm going to start like using that in job interviews. Yeah. yeah. It's a good one. That is actually, I'm going to add that to my application. I ask that actually. with my clients, like what comfort food they would be and what comfort food they're. I ask them that for their catering inquiry, yeah. but I don't ask them that initial inquiry. You should. Because mm. people are weird. If oh, I, I asked. Like, yeah, Dan, if you were a sandwich, sandwich, what sandwich would, would you be? be? In true Asian fashion. Are you going to say a banh mi? Because I was going to say banh mi. I was going to say it needs to include a fried egg. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Banh mi's with fried eggs, I have had. I've got mine. They are very good. Um, I would be... I would be what I have created at Chick-fil-A, and they won't name it after me, but I call Ew. it the farmhouse biscuit. That sounds so Tell lovely. Tell me more. It is a breakfast item. It is all the breakfast items. <laughs> it's the entire farm on a biscuit. It is sausage, bacon, egg, chicken, cheese, hash brown on a biscuit. I think I just fell in love. Sploosh. <laughs> Somebody get a mop. Trip, trip. <laughs> I love that. No, I love it that. sounds uh, yeah, delicious. It's Gucci. It's unbelievable. I'm gonna need to get that. I'm gonna need to to order that. And Rachel, time. what would you? And do? then you stop eating for the day because right, your, your calorie yeah, intake is that. right there. That's fine. Um, that's like so a hangover my, meal. If I were a sandwich, which yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna blend it. I'm gonna break the rules a little bit. I would be a meatball sub. I would be an extra large meatball sub because you are a meatball. I am a meatball. Yeah. I'm kind of petite and small and round, but round. for the most part, hearty. For the most part, enjoyable by most people, right? I'm versatile. Yeah, I can go on pasta. I can go in a sub. Stain the I shit out of my carpet. And I'm I'm a little sloppy. Yeah. So mm. there's a lot of sauce involved. Ooh, yeah. And I'm a little sloppy and a nice extra large like long sub because I can not in a I can. Nope. I can't wait. Nope. Not going to say. <laughs> not going to say what I was going to say. Not fit in your mouth. I, I mean. <laughs> Ooh, no. No, I easy. was going to say something about I last a long time, but that's not what I meant <laughs> to say. I meant to say, like, I can party for a long time. So, like, I can, I can like, rage. You know? So, like, a long sub lasts You're longer. You're like a partying I'm meatball. a party sub. I'm a, I'm a meatball party sub. Is what I'm oh. saying. Well, let me tell like, you guys. <laughs> tell me yours. This Six is the whitest answer. Oh my god! Is it a ham would... and cheese? Is it a grilled cheese sandwich? Oh, Are you a grilled cheese sandwich? No. A frittata. I Are would you... be Shh. tomato and mayo. I would all white bread. I will fucking eat the <laughs> shit out of that sandwich. <laughs> I am a PB and J. 
You know why? Fuck out of here. I'm sweet, I'm nutty, and I'll make you fat. Ooh. Ooh. Sweet, nutty, make and you fat. Classic. I like it. And classic. And oh, classic. Yeah. I like it. You need I a like tall it. glass of milk when you eat, <laughs> when you eat me as a Crunchy or smooth? Crunchy or smooth? Ooh, both. Oh? Depends on the day. Yeah, I don't. So I love crunchy peanut butter, but it, I don't want it to be too crunchy. You know what I mean? No, mm. I don't. It needs to be like the ratio has to be right. Or this a fluffer. <laughs> maybe I'm a fluffer notice him. I'll just say I know that this water is a thousand years just old, but it's getting my, it's just, getting mustier as I drink it. I drink swear. My it's the BPAs water. from your cup. You guys, I think there's black mold so this in your pipes. A, probably. So look, guys, if you're listening, if you're still listening, this is our to last episode this, because I died. Rachel's this one. You guys, I poisoned her because she sent me a ball sub, which is a superior sandwich oh, to PB and J. <laughs> but look, so like, if you, what sandwich would you be? Maybe this will be a good Instagram mm. stories question. We're going to put this on the Instagram poll. Yeah. What is What sandwich would you be if you were any sandwich? And I yeah. want to, I want the answer and then I want the explanation. Yeah. And also, if, if there's somebody out there that's also a PB&J, <laughs> please let me know. Holler at your girl. Um, <laughs> if there is someone else out there that's a meatball sub, I don't want to know because I will have to fight you. <laughs> Ooh, there can only be fight. one. There can only be one meatball you sub. You know what I've seen that looks good? A spaghetti sandwich. It's like horrible. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like garlic it's, bread uh-huh. and then you put spaghetti on it. Yeah. Dan, like don't look at me like that. Joe? Yeah, but with spaghetti. I'm intrigued. And garlic so bread. I mean, you're already going to eat yeah. garlic bread and spaghetti together anyway. Just, right. just Less make it messy. a sandwich. Sorry about the clapping, you guys. Ooh, what is. Applause, everyone. <laughs> Yay, we're golf? applauding Linny. She stopped golf clapping, clap. so now we're applauding her. So if you have not followed Dan after our last episode with him, please do because you get to watch all of the amazing post wedding oh meals he has. Dan so, underscore ninja on Instagram. He keeps McDonald's you can, you in business. You can live. Okay, you can so live your fat kid life vicariously. Let's through talk me. about that because I loved your Chick Fil A like life hack. So, what's your go to after a long wedding day? What do you order at McDonald's? Ooh. My go to is usually two triple cheeseburgers, no pickle. No pickle. Yeah. <gasps> You're not think, a pickle fan? No, I like pickles. I don't like them hot. Oh, okay. fair. Because they get fair. limp and weird. Well, yeah. Like, also, I like, think they throw off the, the like, chemistry yes. of a sandwich. Fair. That's fair. Um, unless it's fried pickles, which I also Hell do enjoy, yeah. but Absolutely. they're balanced by some ranchy sauce. Yes. yes. Right? Yes. Um, so usually it's two triple cheeseburgers, no pickles, and a McChicken. If I'm really hungry, two McChickens. Oh my goodness. Wow. How do you um, feel about the filet of fish? Oh, funny story. Ooh, Don't you dare here we talk go. shit about the filet of fish. I know. I secretly I love those sandwiches. Love the filet I haven't had a filet of fish. fish in like six years, but like I'm going to leave here and get so a So we're going to go get <laughs> yeah. Let's go. So they'll do doubles as well, by the way. Really? Yes. I want filet of fish with extra fucking tartar sauce. But, and that's great because when you ask them to do something like that, they make it fresh for you, right? Why do you think I get it without the pickles? Oh. Fries, no so. salt. Ask for the salt packets. There you yeah, go. Yeah. I fish fillet with extra tartar sauce. Hell yeah. I Always. will just eat tartar sauce if you on its don't own. Skimp some on my tartar sauce. I'm oh too, yeah. Shut up. Like, maybe you guys, maybe I'd be a fillet of fish. Have you seen oh. <laughs> That's actually not bad. <laughs> no. It's actually not I'm a bad crispy thing. Crispy and flaky. Oh, oh no, yeah. that's not great. <laughs> flaky <laughs> and cheesy somehow. Oh gosh. So fillet of fish. <laughs> I was addicted to fillet of fish yes. when we grew up in California. Yep. Yeah. And I my mom used to have a filet fish for me every day when I got home from school. Aww. Loved it. Mom, mad props. One day, mom's was not home, but filet fish was definitely there. In my 
I don't know, innocence, naivete as a small child, I was like, this bitch ain't hot. I better microwave it. <sighs> Yo, we do not microwave nope. mayo-based nope. things. Nope. It's called botulism. Nope. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I legitimately got no. so sick and have yet to have a filet of fish since I was 10. No. It's been 28 damn years and I've yet to go back. So we're going to break that cycle. We're going to break the cycle. We might have to go episode three I'm and do filet of fish. I'm ready to record live. our trip to McDonald's right now. Just FYI, I cannot drive. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not self. I will be driving. How about we, how about we, I would, we Uber Eats I would filet of fishes. But I, but I feel like you have to have the experience of your next picture like in an actual McDonald's. McDonald's. Oh no, we should we should live it. We I'm, should live. I'm literally. It's point one miles. We can walk to it. No, we, uh, we no, we do not. We are not walking in this heat. Well, I'm not <laughs> that driving. is a hard no. <laughs> I'm ready to we're, walk. We're Ubering to. It's the literally McDonald's. right down the street. It's literally right there. No, I know which McDonald's you're it's, talking about. It's, it's over by the Popeye. Two minutes away. Oh, if you drive two minutes, that's outrageous. That's so American, and I refuse. This is why I'm a peanut butter. I'm fat. I'm a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You want to drive? I consume to myself. See, this is why I belong in Europe because I want to walk literally everywhere. They bike everywhere. Mm, can't do that. Can't bike. I can. Funny story. I'm really bad on a bike. Same. Same. Oh same. my god! We I should have a got, bicycle I almost race. got hit by oh, a bus. I can't wait to race. I you. almost got hit by a bus and a train, two separate times. Oh no! I'm just wait, really bad. Like, I just can't stay on the bike. <laughs> Like, there's a video of me in Mexico, like, on a bike at Coba. Around, like, you know, you know, Coba, like, the, the the Mayan ruins. Yeah. It's, like, one of the only ones you can still climb on. And I'm, like, Billy's, like, filming me, like, as I'm, like, running into people. It's really bad. I feel bad. like that's a bad idea. That's, like, hey, let's go bike in Old Town where all the cobblestones right. are. Right. Like, right. that's, like, that's just... Not smart. Well, the bike was too tall for me, and like mm. I couldn't put my feet down to stop myself if I needed to. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. bad. Bad news bears. Game yeah. Over. So can we? Can we? Okay, you guys. Rachel and I are both bad at riding bicycles, so that's going to be our new Next task. video. We're going to get bicycles and try to ride them in the parking lot. <laughs> Just like me training my little brother how to drive a car. We're going to try to figure out how to ride a bicycle. You should trade him. He can teach you how to ride a bike. Right. That's probably very true, actually. Billy rides a bike with Finn all the time. Of course he does. I know. <laughs> of course. Duh. He doesn't understand why I'm like so shitty at it either. He's just like, what the fuck? He's like, just get on the bicycle He's and like, ride. If I knew that I was marrying this woman yeah. who can't ride a bike. That's, that's the thing, though. Can I move to Europe if I don't know how to drive, ride a bicycle? No. So now this is why you need to learn. So when you move back yeah. to Portugal, yeah, it'll just be like very natural. I would also there. live in Spain. When you move also back to France. Spain, yeah. mm, Spain is my favorite. Portugal is my favorite. But you're right there, so you can France always do like weekend trips. To I think I'm gonna go to Budapest. I think I'm gonna go to Budapest. Fun. Yeah, it looks magical. Go to Ibiza. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't have the energy for Ibiza. <laughs> I'm like a pick one night, go out and rage, and then like the and then rest of the night. for three days. Yes. Um, I call BS on that a little bit, because I saw <laughs> all your Instagram stories from Portugal. Holy shit, Rachel. I do rally. You guys, she was doing conga lines with strangers mm. in the middle of the street. She lost her sunglasses. Some, or My regular, regular glasses. glasses. I ordered new ones, by the way, so I should be able to see soon. By the way, she drove here, y'all. Also why I can't drive. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, no, I do. I do. That, that's why I'm a meatball sub, because I do like to go Just keep party going. for a long time. You if, are the Energizer Bunny of if, sandwiches. Listen, if there is a party happening, I'm absolutely going to rage and, and, and rally for that. But, like... I'm not like a let's just go out and drink every night and hang out. Like mm-hmm. I, if there's something going on, I'm in there like swimwear. But if it's just like a let's drink and like what did you just say? In there like swimwear. What does that mean? What do you mean? It means like I'm ready to go. 
Because swimwear is in wear. No, you're in there like swimwear. But where is swimwear? On your body. What do you do with your swimwear? I'm so confused. I know. In the pool, maybe? Ain't no thing like does a that chicken wing. Right. <laughs> like, is it, does it, is it make sense because it rhymes, but it doesn't make sense because, like, in where? Like, swim, like wh- where would you you're put swimwear? You're in the swimwear? pool. You're jumping in the water. Just say, I'm in a you're pool. Ju- you're jumping like in. Drink. Okay, well, how is this any different than, like, I'm jumping in head first? I'm in there like swimwear. Yeah, I'm not saying that any of those cliches make sense. Listen, just... we're also going to make an Instagram post basically proving if, just I'm, take a drink for if that I'm correct or I'm not. refilling, you guys. Listen, you should listen. refill because... Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Hit That's aggressive. Sorry aggressive. Um, listen, it makes... If you understand my phrase, please tell me. Actually, it's I've funny. heard it. I just don't understand The phrase it. I actually stole technically from my friend Wiggy, Kevin Kevin Wiggins, back in, when I was in the car business, like a, over a decade ago. He w- He's from New York and he would always say it. And I was like, I love that. And there, like swimwear. Mm-hmm. And there it is. I dig it. I'm going to try and No, I like it. it. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out like where it came from. Like what? It came from Kevin Wiggins. He also hit Thanks, me with his car. Okay, Wiggy. <laughs> you are Meredith. Yeah, he, he literally hit me with a car in a parking lot. We were going to lunch, and he had this huge fucking Lincoln. Maybe he can come pick us up and take us to McDonald's. <laughs> no, because so we were going to lunch, and, like, I walked around the back of his car, and he started fucking backing up so I could get in, but didn't see me walking around the back of it. Was it, and like... fucking hit me. What was that movie with Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill? Oh, Superbad. Superbad. Super bad. It's, like, that one he, like, yes. back into your butt. Yes. Joe Trulio. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Trulio. Yeah, and that's basically what happened to me. And he was like, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. And I was like, I was like, Winky, you just hit me with your car. Like, what the hell, man? So that was the time that I got hit by a car. McLovin. The other time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Superbad is also Superbad's one of my favorite movies. So good. It's so so good. good. The Goldschlager. Yeah. Oh. Oh. If we... We're going to have a Goldschlager episode. Oh, God. Oh, no. That I just reminds die. me. I dated some... I dated a questionable, questionable character in high school, and we, <laughs> we were together for did. a long time. And, like, they thought it was fun to go, like, garage hopping, where they would, like, go to the, this neighborhood that would be wealthy and, like, see whose garage was open, because you know how all adults keep their booze like in their refrigerators sure. in their garage and they yeah, would like yeah, yeah. steal their oh. booze and that's how that happens in my neighborhood all the time that's how i had my first taste of goldschlager because they stole it out of you? somebody oh i was like 17 so anyways we're talking about so so again let's talk about your what what do you if you could like reframe the way that djs are seen oh in that's right we're talking about djs we are talking about <laughs> well amongst other things we were. what what would you what would you like like to tell people here, here's I, this. I think DJs are like CEOs of weddings. We're the chief entertainment officers. Oh, I like that. <clears throat> and so that's such a DJ thing. It is, to say. <laughs> isn't it? She's seven thousand. Wait. Okay. So here's my thing. What would you say to other vendors? Like, what with your interpersonal relationships with other vendors? What is something that you think is like misconstrued, or you think that people kind of like? take the wrong way because like I feel like wedding planners were always like we our stereotype is like the bossy ones the super rigid ones which I'm obviously not and so I like I love to break that stereotype where I'm like hey I'm here to work with everyone mm-hmm. um what do you think you would like other vendors to know about DJs I think in general if you encounter like you know a, a good DJ, I think the one thing that they don't want you to perceive of them is that they're just some other schmuck, knucklehead, like, you know, bar DJ or, like, cousin Ricky, 
like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, he DJs on the side and like. I love yeah. that you remember that, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The sad part is I have like eidetic memory, so like it makes it so easy for oh, me to like, nice. like memorize crazy things yeah. for people. I mean, it sucks because nice I told to be you my entire life right. story now, which you'll never forget. Y- yes, um, dagger. <laughs> um, but I think I think a lot of people just think we're like piss ants, right? Yeah. Like we're just like these schmucks that show up and like oh yeah you just fucking hit buttons and like music comes Mm. out of the speakers you know and like there's a presumption that we are going to fuck some shit up like there's a presumption that we are fuck ups right and like we're not organized and we don't know what the timeline is and that we are likely to you know jack up the announcements and like or announce things without everybody being there i'm super conscious about that and similar to like how billy was saying like he introduces himself and makes Mm -hmm. sure that like people know that like He's there to be a part of the team, right? And I'm, I'm like, hey, look, photographers, videographers, I'm not doing a damn thing until, like, you guys are ready, mm-hmm. and then I make the announcement. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? As much as people yes. want to take control, I have a microphone, which means I'm in control. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, I'll also say... To be fair, like, there are a lot of shitty DJs there out there, but there's lot. a lot of shitty planners, yeah. there's a lot of shitty yeah. photographers. Like, everybody. I've literally had a moment... <laughs> Where we had a ceremony, and it was not a DJ that I referred, obviously. Literally, actually, sorry, this was at the reception, but ceremony, I had to give him my phone to play the appropriate walk-in music, because he didn't have it. Killed it. Then, at the reception, I was like, hey, just, because I always like to confirm, okay, we've got this general timeline, we've got these songs. He was like, oh, there's a father-daughter dance? I didn't have a song for that. Sorry, have you ever been to a wedding? You mean there are dads here? Literally, he had to, like, download the song. And and I was like, how do you not go through... How do you, like... I can't even understand little stuff like, oh, we didn't know that there was like a stepmother situation. Sure. We also want to do that. Or like, oh, I didn't, I forgot to do like a cake cutting song because that can sometimes be like a generic thing. But like the special dances are literally like the last really significant Mm -hmm. thing that happens, I think, at a reception before the party. Right. How do you just not think of that? It's really, it is really shitty. I mean, I think... Same DJ oh. that couldn't pronounce the name Brown, by the way. So oh, perfect. Oh, same person. To make. You mean Brown. Like, <laughs> you mean, so you mean Brone. Brone. Brown. <laughs> so I have like a really big, I don't know. And I'm sure you probably agree with me. I don't necessarily require that people work with like my preferred vendor mm-hmm. list, but like it really does make it a whole lot easier. Well, it's. It's also like it's the difference between a potentially good situation or a potential I told you so situation. Right. Oh, I love that. But so the, anytime I've seen DJs not be great are going to be the ones that are like, oh, no, no, it's okay. I have this person that I know that mm-hmm. offered to cut me a deal and do my, my wedding always, DJing. Always. And I'm like, and you can't, you know what I mean? You say, well, that's not the best idea. I really think you should consider these DJs are available. Oh, no, no, no. Like, we, we would love to, you know, save money here or whatever. You know what I mean? Or it's, it's just a DJ, which is how do we get mm-hmm. out of that stigma, even with our clients? Like, how do we better educate them? Yeah. How do we – and we can't make things well, priority if they're not priority for them. But, like, how do yeah, we do that? There's a saying, you can get it fast, you can get it cheap, you can get it good. Pick two. Mm-hmm. You can't have all three. So you can get it fast and good, meaning like efficient, mm-hmm. efficient and, and really good service. You can get it cheap and fast, 
you can get it cheap and good, but like you you can't have all of them. So like you may have a really great DJ that's great at, mix, at, at mixing, mm-hmm. but he's maybe not going to be a great MC. Or you may get somebody that like d- isn't professional and literally asks me on the wedding date what the father daughter dance song is. You know, right. like you can't get you can't get good and cheap. Like when yeah. people, even on like these local Facebook yard sale groups, when they're like. I'm looking for a really great, really inexpensive. No, 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 no. Right. Those two things. <laughs> Those don't are, get that's an oxymoron yeah. because yeah. if anybody is good, anyone that's worth their rate is going to be right. more expensive. They're going to have value because they have value. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's. I mean, it's the same reason. Anything. Anything in life is typically so planners. Like if you were listening or other vendors that might have a role in recommending other creative partners, you know, now is a time to really maybe consider making, you know, entertainment a, a bigger part of the wedding day. I think Absolutely. that's a huge thing. Well, I think it's it's also because of what events are, they're not what they were 10, 15, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. This is a, a full experience for not just the couple and their families, but for the guests. Yeah. And I think that's the big difference is it used to be you showed up to your church, you went downstairs to the to the hall, you had a crappy buffet dinner. Right. They did the you first had your dance cake song. and punch. You had your cake and punch, and yeah. it was over. Now people want to have a full experience with their loved ones, which I think is great because this is the one time you get to see all of these people. Yeah. In, in your entire life, probably, unless it's your funeral, which, you know, we'd like to hopefully Well, you don't get to see them there, though. You don't get to see <laughs> right? them there. Either. They're there, but so you know, like, we'll also plan one moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we can do funeral. No, not oh, to be sad. He's going to play, Dan's going to come and play. I can't stop this feeling at your funeral. The only place. For Sweet Caroline. The only place it's, that Ooh, is appropriate. Yes. Yeah. I love that song. That's the only place that yeah. that song is. Also, isn't that like super long? Free bird. It's, uh, like, it's like six like seven, minutes. Yeah, right. six minutes. Yeah, um, but but I like we, that you both know that. Cool. <laughs> I mean, You're... it's like a <laughs> classic. No, no, no. I, I love that song. I'm just yeah. saying, like, you're both like, oh, it's six minutes and 39 seconds. I, like, yeah, I know. I, but I know weird facts about weird things. So that's just Ooh. a random. Maybe we should start doing a weird facts sorry, about random, weird things. Sorry, as I run away from the microphone. Maybe we should do, like, a yeah, a little session with Rachel. Weird fact of the day. I'm Potpourri. happy to do that. Yes. I'm, I'm real happy to do that. I know lots of, lots of useless random things. I think we should do that. Okay. Like a random fact of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm happy. I know that. that thanks to the Oric commercials that were on when we grew up and they dropped the bowling ball onto the pillow. Remember that? Did they oh, talk I was, about that? I was talking about Jerry Maguire. Oh, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, remember they were like, oh yeah, the human head weighs this much and they would like drop a bowling ball onto a pillow and be like, can your pillow support this? That to me is like very, it feels like domestic violence. Why are you hitting the bed that hard? Why not? Well, I guess I guess it could go either way. I guess yeah, that's fair. Here comes that PB and jelly. Here comes sloppy. that. P- <laughs> no PB and aren't sloppy. If you have a sloppy PB and J, it's like a post drinking sloppy PB and J. Um, every single P- okay. So here's the problem. My ratio. I have got to have like a shit ton of jelly on my PB and J. Really? Um, yes. Oof. I like a good. I like a good halfsies. No, I guess I do like more jelly than peanut butter, but I don't like yeah. it oozing out of the. Sides. No, no, I don't like it oozing. I just want to be able to like. It needs really, to be there. someone told me that, that you like oozing. <laughs> like oozing. Yeah. Jesus, Rachel. What? I didn't, make it dir- I didn't make it dirty. You made it dirty. I just said. I was talking right. about jelly. Mm-hmm. I was talking about strawberry preserves. Are you Linny Hughes? Schmuckers. Must be jelly because jam don't shake. <laughs> oh my God. I love you. I love you so much. Um, you guys are. 
feel like I don't know if we talked about what we were supposed to talk about. We're on talking this, about but I think it's misconceptions. Fine. The DJ world. Great. The DJ what world. It's like to be a DJ in the wedding world in yeah. 2019. I think that's a good insight. Though. I mean, again, I think that there's really good ones, really bad ones. Yeah. I do think that investing in a good because mm-hmm. I always tell people when I, I I don't know how you are when you refer people, but when I refer a DJ, I'm always like, listen, any idiot can play oh, a yeah. general playlist of songs. It's really about emceeing ability, mm-hmm. and it's about f- being able to read a room. 100%. Yeah. Those are the two things that I really look well, for. Well, I think something that you said last week, um, y- you know, was really something that kind of hit with me. Like, you said, you know, if you only have a really limited budget, and, like, for some reason you're still putting it towards this thing that isn't important to you, like, why do it at all? And so it's funny to me that you say that, because I think... DJ is not a place for that because there is like, you know, it's six hours of entertainment that you have for your guests and your friends. So it's, you know, literally really, the bulk of the day. It is. And it's really shitty that like, there's just not that much priority put on entertainment. So I'd love to try to change that. Dan, what is something that we could do to change that for you guys? I, I think it's part of your, your getting to know them mm-hmm. process, right? Like, what are you guys really into? Cause I mean, you know, there are weddings where, Dancing and partying mm-hmm. is not their exactly. like, sure. modus operandi. Sure. Sure. And maybe right? they don't need a DJ. Maybe they need an MC in the jazz trio. Right. Yeah. Like that's totally yeah. fine Or too. we'll rent you some gear. And, right. You know, here's an iPod. Right. right. Like, where dancing is <laughs> as a, we both roll oh our eyes. Oh God. That is such a dangerous, yeah. dangerous proposition. It sucks so hard. It's see, listen for any potential clients that are listening or people just in general about to get married. It seems like such a good idea at the time. It's a, it's always so shitty. It's right. always so shitty. No one is ready to man that. Thing. No right. one's ready to man it. When you do have somebody that is ready to man it, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. And then when it comes to like dancing, sure, you can play a playlist, but right. like what you think is going to go well in your head right. before you get to the wedding day is going to be completely different to what you're If you're going to do it, hire somebody professionally. Exactly. To, like an MC just to do it. Or if you're not going to do that, then like cut your wedding early, save some money, do a cocktail style, and then go have an after Hell party. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yes, I love or, that. Or if it's going to be like a Sunday, small wedding, sure. family, sure. you mm-hmm. want to do playlists of innocuous like jams mm-hmm. that you're not really promoting dancing. Right. It's daytime and possibly dry, right? Mm-hmm. And Ugh. you know... <laughs> yes. out of here. Trust Never. me, they haven't. Um, and one. Ooh, yeah. Never again. I feel like you probably have more experience with that. Like we get to be like, mm. But like you don't really... If you connect well with a client... You know, like, oh, I'm not going to take this. It's a dry wedding. No, I, I, I've done my fair share of them. And some of them have been, I mean, epic. Right? Yeah. Some, some of these people, they just rage, right, without mm-hmm. alcohol. Um, now, I personally think. What is that like? Uh, a little liquid courage helps people. A little darkness also helps people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need it a pitch black. Which, which I think. You know, like yeah. back to a couple episodes ago, oh, you guys talking Billy about felt the, so bad. the lights and stuff like that. Yeah. I was like, you know, I do like a little dimming. Yeah, I say dim the lights. Oh, I don't sure. say turn off the lights, right? Like I personally don't care about Billy's lights, and yeah. I've worked with Billy, you right? Have. And mm-hmm. and I don't care about Billy's lights. Um, I don't think they detract from anything. Mm-hmm. They he needs to get his. Right. I'm going to get mine and he's going to get his, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and I think it's collaboration over competition at that yeah. point. Um, what I think is unique about that episode about Billy saying that, you know, there's a network and you guys are planners. Mm-hmm. You 
work together. There's a network of planners. Photographers are all very collaborative. I'm going to tell you something. DJs, we don't talk to each yeah, other. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, now that I think about that it. That is really interesting. I think that it's, what's weird to me is It's I not competition. Like all, we just ignore each other. No, you <laughs> all know about each other, though. Sure. But you don't interact with each other. Nope. Why is that? I don't know. I wonder if it's like a secret sauce type yeah. of thing. Like, mm, hey, like, yeah. oh, yeah, I mean... How dare you play Sweet Caroline when I'm going to play Sweet Caroline? Bruh, it's a song. It's yeah. out Oof. there, right? Like, like mm. I, I don't know how there's like a secret sauce per se. Now, there are certain things that I do that I think are very much us. Mm -hmm. um, and certain technologies and methods that we, we use are very much us, right? Like certain equipment and things like that. But again, bro, just go out to a guitar center, buy some, mm -hmm. buy some gear, and fire it up. Oh my God, I'm sure you can figure center. it out. Oh, let me take it back center. to high school. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. But, but I, you know, I think the thing that the planners and other creative vendors, um, you know, I hope they realize from listening to this and and and, and working with me and my team is that we're there to help the day just be fun, Absolutely. right? And, and it is about the couple. And if I were to say something to a planner, uh, you know, Lenny and I were talking about this in, in between the break was like, we did a wedding together years ago. And I was like, I don't know. We're going to run out of time mm -hmm. if we don't shift some stuff around. And, and that comes from a place of experience, not yeah. a place of I am somehow better than you. And I know exactly. how to do your yeah. job better. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, um, my main focus for that day is flow, experience, right. feel. Yes. And, you know, having done a number of these and, and, and seen things and done weddings where there are no planners, mm -hmm. right? When there are no planners, I'm going to tell you who's the coordinator that day. Um, it's called the DJ, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. And so you, that's really what you're paying for, yeah. right? Like when, when you pay for your echelon of planning and design, you're getting planning, design, hand-holding the whole process. Mm -hmm. And, and it makes my life that much easier mm -hmm. as a creative vendor. Well, it, it makes it so you can actually focus on what I you're hired right. to do. Right. Exactly. And right. that's what I tell people all the time. It's like, listen, I'm not telling you to book this vendor because, like, yes, it's going to make my life easier, but also they're going to be able to focus and I'm going to be able to focus on the things that you are literally hiring us to do. I don't have to basically teach you what the father-daughter dance song is. Right. I don't have to come up and be like, hey, it's 9 o'clock, it's time for cake cutting. Like, you're already on top of it. Right, where right. you're like, hey, it's 9 o'clock, dance is going, do we want to do cake cutting, do we want to push it back? Like, we're, it's right. very fluid. And yeah. I yeah. think the times it gets tricky is when there are egos involved mm -hmm. and also oh, yeah. when there's inexperience because mm -hmm. inexperience I think a lot of times breeds that ego yeah. because they're too cocky and they're like I'm taking over well, I, think, I know what I'm doing like and to that point like when you're talking about you having to take over the role as a planner I think there is a lot of contention between wedding planners and DJs on that level because mm -hmm. with the you know, less experienced DJs, they're kind of playing those roles because those aren't the people that are hiring and, and planners. And they want that role. And they do. They, they want the couple almost to be dependent upon right. them for what their guidance right. is. Which is so annoying. It it's is. like, absolutely, please give my couple guidance because a lot of times our thoughts on how to do a reception are going to align. Yeah. But like, don't basically 
badmouth or disparage right. anybody else and what they're doing because you want to be head right. honcho. None of us are a head honcho. No, we're all, we're all working we're for doing the couple. The same thing. Exactly. But so I think that's so interesting that you say that because I think that's where that contention comes from for us. But l- luckily, I think the longer that we've been in, we're yeah. working more and more with people like Dan. It, true professionals. True professionals. Exactly. Know yeah. what they're doing. Enjoy what they're doing. Every it's now not, and then there's a fluke, which the yeah. one that I was talking about was, of kind of a, was definitely a yeah. fluke. But it, you can just, and it's so crazy because you can always tell the difference because right. the, the there's disjointedness. Mm-hmm. Just like you said, you're here to create a nice flow. You're here to make things upbeat and fun. Like you literally can set the tone with just the way that you introduce the couple, yeah. just the way that you pick your first song to, to kick off the mm-hmm. dance one. Just those little nuances are literally the difference between having an like having a system you rented from guitar center that like uncle bob is manning and a professional dj that's the huge difference between those two right yeah there's a sense of of control right mm-hmm. like i'm a very type a person but mm-hmm. i have a very type b personality yeah right um Man, that's actually a brilliant way to that put it because i think because that's, like that's exactly yeah. me i've never been able to articulate it that way so thank you you're welcome <laughs> we are the same now we're all best friends twinsie. hello twin like they're in stripes, you guys. We are also technically twinning also right now. We both bourbon. we both brought a bottle of bourbon. We're both wearing striped shirts. Blue yeah. and white striped Blue shirts. And white stripes. Like yeah. wide. We're both wide Asian. So. Cool, yeah. you guys. Yeah. We're twins. <laughs> Liddy literally got confused as to who was who earlier today. I did. It was crazy. <laughs> I was like, who is that person? That's not Rachel. It is Rachel. No, it's not. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's one of those things. Like I I love when I get to work with people that are in their prime and in control of what's going on, right? From a planning perspective, from a photographer perspective, like, do I need you to gush over me as a photographer or a planner? Absolutely not. I know my role, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, but, you know, I think there's just natural camaraderie between all of us and, mm-hmm. and we want it to be fun. We be, want it yeah. to be great. Um, and we want it to be for the right intents and purposes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when sometimes I think I've I've experienced this as things go on now is it'll be we're a little off schedule or we're a little ahead of schedule, mm-hmm. which is I mean, amazing. A, a phenom. <laughs> um, but, you know, sometimes people will will get a little uptight like, well, that's not what it says in the schedule. I'm like, I know it's not what it says in the schedule, but here we are. We are over or we're under time. Mm-hmm. And um, I just got them dancing. I got them going. You know, we're supposed to cut the cake now. The I'm cake with you. Can be cut whenever, I'm, though. Also, like, nobody fucking eats cake anymore. Exactly. Like, exactly. chill out exactly. about the cake. Yeah, cutting. I do love a private cake cutting. Those listening, oh, please. Amazing. Yes, All of my clients do. New it. trend. Um, you know, everybody is just. You know, I'm like, I get it. I look. I'm as type A as you are. I get it, but like flow is so important right mm-hmm. now. I just got them going. If we cut this up and dice it up too much, yep. then we're going to have a problem. And and I think my only pet peeve, and this goes to all planners and couples out How there dare you. that are that are thinking about things, right? Um, is dance sets. Let mm-hmm. me explain. Mm-hmm. For some reason, sometimes there's like a big break between intros and the first couple of toasts or whatever and when food is going to be served and that might be just a coordination with catering or Hmm. the style in which they take the physical order that day which by the way 
it's not a restaurant, so let's talk about why that needs to happen that what? way. Wait, we have what? reply cords. Yeah. So I did That's a wedding. That's happened? Yeah. That happens? Where they take your order. No, no way. No. Absolutely not. Yeah. What? How wild is that, right? So that's one of the, the, the options. Like at a restaurant? No, no, no. Not like at a, a restaurant, but like at a restaurant, they come up and they go, okay. God. And We're so then, off, off air, ugh. you're going to have to tell us who the hell catered that wedding. Um, so I have so much anxiety. That makes yeah. me super anxious. Oh, no. That's yeah. like an you, hour extra to the timeline. Easily. But, but it isn't in their mind because they go, well, you should do a dance set. This literally happened to me, oh, Philly. Yeah. And they go, get them dancing they do that. while they wait they between do that sets. I was going to say, right? well, thing, yeah, yeah, Pennsylvania. I had a client, yeah. That, well, we'll do like, we'll do like we'll do the horror before dinner service, but like, or, but I, but they don't order, take, a, they don't no, take they don't the take order. order. Yeah. They just play, they'll yeah, yeah, play yeah, yeah. the first course sometimes. Yeah, some, sometimes they'll do that without taking the order. But the dance set, they're like, oh yeah, do like 20 minutes. And I'm like, you want me to get them up? That's so. Then, yeah. Twenty minutes then in get daylight. Them, then get them to sit. Yeah. And it's then like they're gonna cats. eat a salad. Yeah. And then get them up again. No. While this you is like giving me unplate like and then I'm angry. serve and they're like yeah um, can you announce that the food is ready I'm like bitch if they can't see their food is ready they don't get to eat their food. Like, right. because, be, yeah. and then, and it's like this very disjointed flow of like, flow. get up, sit down, get up, sit down. Right. I'm like, oh, it's yeah. Catholic mass again. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. well, that's, and that's why I always try to, like when we have a band, mm-hmm. for example, I always try to schedule the band breaks during events. So like right. during cake cutting, cake cutting or always. during bouquet toss and garter yeah. toss or during like, what, like, so Which I can coincide, well, yeah, but so they can coincide with something. So that way at least something's going on. Yeah. So that way people are doing something intentional, but then you can get them momentum back up because i i think it's fair you cut as much as possible from the from the stuff and you know you kind of make that the yeah i mean that's just one of those things and they're like why is this so foreign to you i'm like because it is mega foreign man like (laughs) it's it's, we're not in pittsburgh well and the thing is like before dinner i think one of the things from a perspective point of view is that we as vendors need to take into account what the guest is experiencing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If I was a guest at this wedding, how the fuck would I feel right now? Yeah. Like, yo, yeah. this is weird. Why am I getting up right now? I'm not getting up. Like, yeah. men in general are hard to get up. Right. Like, you know, so like, all right, well, I'm going to do a dance set. <laughs> Too easy. Um, you did leave it wide open for yeah. me. Sorry. Yeah. True. Served it up. Um, so, you know, I think the, the problem is that like, okay, well, what am I going to burn? I got to do a dance set, which means I have to play upbeat music which means I'm going to burn tracks that I could potentially use later. that I would normally be using exactly. later, right? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, people are like, uh, can you play something more modern? Be like, nah, bro, I can't because you're yeah. eating a salad right now. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. you yeah. know what I mean? No, and it's not me being a jerk and not me. No, it's because you know because you know the overall. So this is the thing. The guests see their living moment to moment. We right. see the overall experience. Yeah. And we're saying, listen, trust me. I know what's going to be best. And when people kind of mess with that formula, mm-hmm. it, that's what creates a disjointed event. And I think that that's, yeah. you know. But crazy. even the planners are like, uh, why are you being a dick? And I'm not trying to be a dick about this. There I'm just trying to find a way though, to like, like, just like they just DJs, let these things happen, right? They yeah. like get run over by these ideas. And, and we, as a, as a vendor team yes. should be like, yo, this dance break idea is 
bupkis. I will tell like, you. We should talk as caterers and yes. DJ and go, this is not going to work. That's the one thing I think that people need to be better at is saying, listen, in my professional experience, mm-hmm. this is why this does not work because the, the couple doesn't know. Right. They come up with an idea and they're like, oh yeah, this might work, but they don't know in practice how it actually executes. Yeah. Right. And it is our job as professionals to tell them and to save them from themselves from making a really bad decision that would kind of ruin their wedding day. Mm-hmm. You know? It's decisions in isolation. Right. Yeah. It's like, well, my caterer says that they always do this with this dance set. Right. And then you're like, That's nice. oh, shit. Like now you're stuck with that. Right. They hand you that mm-hmm. pile and then you get to hand that to me and go, look, damn, we're doing these dance sets. And I'll be like, son of a bitch. For right. reals? Like we couldn't get out of this. Like, nah, man, they're stuck on this idea. Of, like, let's go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. that's Absolutely. why we need to as a crew yes like when when we take advice Mm -hmm. and give advice to our couples do it with perspective of how that could impact another vendor especially a creative right because i think that's where when you make logistical changes that like you know, sunset photos and things like that, they have impact. They do. Absolutely. All of us. Absolutely. Right? Like faux sparkler send-offs. Like. Yeah. Uh. yeah. But that's that's why yeah. it's all strategic and I think it's so important for all of us as creative partners to collaborate beforehand. Yeah. And talk all these issues out. Exactly. Yeah. Communicate transparency and then we come to the client with, hey, listen, I've talked to everybody else. This is what we think flows the best. And if they have like a really strong opinion, we can always say, fine, that, that's fine. We'll go with yeah. that. But like we have to, I think it's our duty as professionals to tell our clients listen this is the way we do things this is why we do it this way if you don't want to do it that way that's fine but just know these are the consequences and what's going to probably happen you know so (sighs) I think that that's kind of the yeah god we talked we got a lot in this dish day yeah we did that was a doozy yeah well think so I think I think well there's plenty of us we'll have to have plenty of there are plenty of us in this room (laughs) there's plenty of us to go around everybody calm down plenty of another Oh my God, cut this whole fucking section out. He doesn't drink anything else. (laughs) I am cutting this out. So I think we have lots of ideas that we can continue on. We'll have to have Dan back. Yeah. We'll have to have like a a bi weekly Dan. Bi weekly Dan. (laughs) Yeah. A Dan day. Dan day. Krista Corner. Dan day. Dan dish day. Ninja night. Ninja night. Yeah, we've got got Soleil Circle, Krista Corner, Ninja night. Ninja night. I like it. Yeah, it's good. Dan Day Ninja Night. So it's Dan, his two personalities. For our lovely listeners, where can they find yes. you? Tell us again. You can find me on Instagram at Dan underscore ninja. And if you're looking for services, we are at djweddingservices.com. Love Perfect. it. Amazing. And Rachel, where can our listeners find us? You guys should already know where we are, but if you don't, we are on Instagram at f.up.successes. We are Nailed also it. on Facebook at f.upsuccesses. And you can also email us anonymously at f.upsuccesses at gmail.com. If you would like for the way that it works, if you want to be anonymous, if you're sending in a story, Please write anonymous in your subject title and we will read it off for you and we will not use your name. So if you are like, I've got clients that I want to talk about, but I don't want to, or a vendor I want to talk about, but I don't want to, that's totally fine. We'd love to hear your stories. We'd love to hear some stuff for Dish Day. We'd love to kind of bring back that Q&A segment and like other stuff like that. Um, And of course, 
As always guys, please, please, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to us. It means so much. It literally takes you like two seconds and it means a lot to us. So um, please, please do that. We might even have some fun stuff for those people that are subscribing to us in the future. Right. So um, you want to be there or be square or be square. or be there like somewhere. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye, Dan. Bye.